let's see i have um dog colleges i've got one that's just called <laughs> dog colleges man that sounds I feel familiar. like we, I, yeah. yeah i feel like we did this as a group was barkley yeah pupperdine uh-huh. oh yeah we RISD, which is rhode island school of dogs <laughs> mit the mutt institute of technology duke but it's a dog's name <laughs> University of Maryland College Bark and Dogsford. <laughs> well, that's kind of a weak finish, but everything else, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really um, like RISD. Uh, RISD is amazing. Duke, but it's just a dog's name is ooh, close <laughs> second. <laughs> Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. Uh, this is episode 165, and we are talking about the Coog. That's right. It's Steve Coogan Mellencamp chat here oh. on Faking Movies. Um, pass. Hard pass. <laughs> oh, I'm here with my dear friend Seth, who doesn't like my jokes. What's up, Seth? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Rough week. Everything is terrible. Let's, uh, let's get some manic energy in this bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I I have also had kind of a rough week just from a, a tired perspective. Um, but for me, it's more of a completely burned out kind of feeling. I don't have any manic left. In I feel me, like so. I've reached the threshold where I am like I'm I'm like so exhausted in my in my very in my very human bones, which I definitely have. Uh, Zach, Zach, not a bunch of gas-filled sacks. Yeah, that Zach, support you, our, yeah. our good friend Zach can definitely attest to this, isn't that right, Zach? I definitely have human bones. That's what I've been told. Uh, I'm no expert in humans or bones, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, not an osseologist. Nope, right. indeed not. Yeah. Uh, See, I haven't, I haven't hit that manic moment yet. Yeah. I'm still like nothing particularly bad has happened to me. I'm just tired. Well, no, I'm, so. I'm, I'm so tired too. But like, uh, it's, it's, it's. I was, I was just saying the same word for like maybe a minute straight about (laughs) 20 minutes ago just at you it's true oh i excuse me i vaguely remember that oh hiccup boy here we go uh starting early tonight uh so just so i don't here we go 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 oh hey thanks marielle here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. This is bad. We- Zach, what's what's going on this uh, week? Not much. I was doing like just okay until I showed up in this video chat and got to meet the lost white male member of TLC, uh, <laughs> which for the listeners is exactly what Lee looks like right now. And I, I'm just going to leave it's, it at that. It's, it's really something it's, to behold. Uh, it is quite fascinating yeah there's a bandana there's pigtails it's a whole thing yeah it's i'm getting i'm getting experimental with the hair these days let's just say that there's not much to live for like you do you yeah oh certainly (laughs) not (laughs) we live in america it's fine yeah Yeah. all my friends are leaving the country (laughs) literally not 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 all my friends because these these two jamokes are still staying in country but several of my friends are leaving the country well we're in this together because we're idiots but uh Mm. the smart ones yeah and i let my passport expire like five months ago and i kept forgetting to renew it so i couldn't even leave if i wanted to rough time for that how are we going to become mescaleros if you do that oh yeah oh Well, first, we're going to, by the way, everyone, just so you know, (laughs) in uh, the next 30 years, the Faking Movies brand will be bringing you New Zealand style Mezcal. (laughs) Yes, it's Uh, true. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot we're going to New Zealand. I was going to say we go to Miami and then take a boat to Mexico because that's a thing no one does. But uh, yeah, if we got to no, take no. a boat to New Zealand, that's going to be a whole thing. It's a little bit of a trick. We'll just like hire Doll it and, and just like build a Contiki expedition. That fucking piece of shit. I know. Yeah, right. Doll is a huge piece of shit. The, <laughs> there's a new doc about him out too, and it's just like, can we just stop talking about this guy? I mean, I'm, I'm willing to talk about him only insofar as we can ridicule him for his ridiculous ideas and the fact that he's a piece of human garbage. But Falsified information, and yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's that's enough. Look it up, everybody, <laughs> but don't look it up in a way that gives him money. Yes. So how about mm-hmm. that? Yep. Go to Dr. Wikipedia Esquire the Third. 
he knows most things. <laughs> They're good people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach, pull us out of this deep, deep. Here we hole. go. Grab my hands, boys. Uh, yeah, we're okay. a real upper decker. <laughs> uh, this week, I am doing uh, Gosford Park. Lee, does that ring a yeah. bell? Okay. <laughs> it does. I definitely watched this movie on my Excellent. Day. Okay, perfect. Uh, this is perhaps the most, I say this every week, I feel like, but uh, the most insane cast a la Seth's uh, Broken Brain. So, oh yeah, I forgot. It's going to take me a good too. 30 minutes to get through this. I apologize. Um, All right, get, get ready. Dame Maggie Smith. Simple mm-hmm. enough. She's great. Mm-hmm. Dame Helen Mirren. Also great. Mm-hmm. Love her. Two Oscar winners. Yeah. Sure enough. Uh, Bob Balaban, famously from that one movie. No, not any of those Christopher Guest films. You know the one I'm thinking of. What was the title again? Oh, yeah, Altered States. Yeah. Is this a good time for me to bring up my Ken Russell tank top company? <laughs> probably, yes. Uh, well, I don't know if there's ever a good time for that, but like. Yeah, yeah. probably not. <laughs> yeah, I guess we will keep that for bonus there content, sure. Uh, Clive Owen. Parentheses. Hello, hello, hello. Cla- Clavo and parentheses Wilson. Another parentheses. I don't say wow that much. Close parentheses. Close parentheses. Yeah. Okay, Seth. That one was just purposefully confusing in a way that I can't even like. Yeah. Clive Owen. It's Clive yeah, Owen. Yeah. Everybody Clive, knows Clive Owen, Owen. Wilson. <laughs> you know that guy. I don't say wow that much. <laughs> close parentheses. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Just parentheses crown affair which mm-hmm. tom's crown affair mm-hmm. okay that like after the last thing it, it's hard to take anything <laughs> really what's like a good mixtape you gotta like you gotta have some some slow yeah. you gotta slow it down mm. occasionally you know? yeah, that's, that's true, true. Yeah. y'all remember mixtapes i do yeah i for sure I, do yeah I, yeah i still have some somewhere yeah uh ryan parenthetical white bread felipe correct very correct mm. philippi yeah philippi right isn't he philippi I've always heard Philip. Oh, Philippi. Okay, that's fine. Um, and Michael Gambon, parentheses, Gamboff. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, do you wanna, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that's a strong do finish. Do you want to give us a, a quick run through Sans? I would love to. Yeah. Seth even sent me that version because he's like, I know how insufferable this is. Here's the real thing. <laughs> so we have Maggie Smith, Helen Mirren, Bob Balaban, Clive Owen, Kristen Stott Thomas, Ryan Phillippe and Michael Gambon. Yep. Woo. And that's not even. I was going to say that was the one thing I know the, the poster for the, or like the cover of the movie that is, I think a Butler turned around. It's like the back of a Butler. Correct. And there's 800 names on either yeah, it's side like of that, this butler yeah it's like that cleveland browns quarterback jersey that they uh, yeah. yeah 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 with yeah. all the crossed out quarterbacks yeah what, does it have mm-hmm. failures on it or what yes yeah. they've had oh. uh what uh, 18 quarterbacks in 15 years or something it's more than yeah. that yeah. uh oh some i was trying some... to make a joke but actually it is because the mm. browns are so bad yeah mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. there's a famous there's like a famous like storefront in cleveland where they have a browns jersey with the name of every quarterback that they've had since they became the browns again mm-hmm. after they went away um and it's very depressing yeah i mean talk about the upper decker of ohio <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I mean, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland is in the in the in the north of Ohio. That's true. Uh, I guess north. All right, so for, for those of us who grew up with a Mercator projection, north is up. Wow, so. you're really you're really doing it. You're just taking that <sighs> joke and you're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tear it down and not not acknowledge that it was a joke about upper deckers and that's all good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, just... given the energy today and most days, I feel like I should always write two versions of a movie. To gauge the uh, the room, and go mm, today's a short movie kind of day. I don't I don't have time for a long movie kind of day. <laughs> but alas, here we are. Uh, oh, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I didn't really have any failed things. Uh, I looked up Gosford. It is a city in Australia that is not mm. notable in any way. Yeah, we call that a lower decker. <clears throat> sure enough, the decker flushes the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Goss, I tried to do a Seth and Goss is a hawk like bird. And then I a thought, gosh, a gosh okay, hawk, yeah. yeah, that. And then the word Ford with the motor company and that went absolutely nowhere. Not the um, Ford a river. Wait, 
Not Wait. you. You use birds. You make a raft out of goshawks, and you ford a river using goshawks. So is Ryan Gosling's what? name Ryan Baby Hawk? Could be. Interesting. Yeah. Or wait, a, a baby goose is a gosling too, uh, so maybe it's just baby goose. Mm, that is a lot less mm. powerful. They have a lot more teeth in their weird mouth. Oh, don't yeah. trust a goose. Definitely don't trust a swan, but do not trust a goose. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to be fucked with. These are all good things yeah. to know. So where did you? Yeah, go? so here we are. Um, we good start transition. in <laughs> a city park, a mere block wide. It's a very small park. Um, where are? Whoop, nope. That's uh <laughs> redo. Uh, that was my very short thing that I wrote as a thing to remember what to write. Okay. Oh, pornography. Yes. Uh, mm. Starting over. Ryan Phillippe, Wilmington, Delaware native, which, uh, you know, white bread. That's red, true. I as was going to mention that actually yeah. later. He went to a uh, high school that many of my college friends also went to. Um, but he's a little yeah. bit older than us. I so had they some didn't college know friends him. who. Went to high school with Amanda Seyfried. So. Oh, in Allentown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. famously. Yeah. I didn't. With Billy Joel. Uh, really? <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. go to high Weird. school. What with? Because he was living there in Allentown. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan Phillippe finds that. <laughs> fucking awful. Already. Oh, my God. Finds that his life uh, just isn't happening. Um, Mm -hmm. he's about 30. Nothing has ever really come his way. Uh, he sets out one day just to get out of his own house and he ends up at a park, uh, in a park of the town that he's definitely been in before. Um, but he, sorry, in a town that he, uh, lives in and he's been like around this park, but he never really noticed it. Mm -hmm. Um, again, it only takes a magical park. It just very well might be, yes. Uh, Mm. It only takes up a single square block. Um, It only has trees and benches. It's, like, unbecoming in every way. Um, But he sits for a minute and just kind of takes it all in. Again, his life is meaningless, and he's just like, I don't care about anything. So, God, this is what I imagine Ryan Phillippe has, has like gone through yeah. the world feeling ever since Reese Witherspoon divorced <laughs> like post, post the cruel intention days. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, a little real in that regard. Yeah. Um, Dame Helen Mirren shows up abruptly and sits on the other side of Ryan's bench, despite ample other seating options. Uh, they awkwardly exchange glances until she very abruptly gives him some unsolicited advice. She tells him that a strong career is everything in life. Uh, Pride in one's work trickles down to all aspects of life, and he should jump in 100%, and all of his problems will fade away. Some capitalist bullshit. I know, I know. Uh, Confused uh, about this abrupt and weirdly specific advice, he thanks her shyly and then slinks away. Um, After a few days, he realizes he's got absolutely nothing to lose and does exactly as instructed. Uh, He's, again, very wayward and is just like, "Uh, I'm doing nothing else, can't hurt. Um, So he puts in 200% at his office job, um, which initially goes kind of unnoticed and then rapidly gets him promoted to a job he realizes he doesn't actually want. This is some capitalist bullshit. Yeah, this this part's a little office spacey or whatever. What is what is that called? It's called it the Peter Principle. You keep getting promoted to the point of incompetency. Uh, there the is point a of thing your about own that. incompetence. Yeah. 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 Um, so now he has some fleeting sense of accomplishment, uh, but find that he's both more stressed and also has no free time to do any of the things that actually made him happy, like the few fleeting things. Mm-hmm. So dejected, he finds himself back in the park one day, remembering how strange that meeting with the old sagely woman was. Um, just like that, Bob Balaban. Sounds like he's got some free time if he's spending all his fucking time in the Maybe park he's like one day off. He, yeah. Or like <laughs> maybe he's walking through on the way home. Sure. Or that. Maybe he's yeah. eating like a lukewarm turkey sandwich that he made with like Wonder Bread and there's like old mayo on it. And you, yeah, mir- in, miracle the, whip, in the movie mayo, sense, you see whip. the tomato fall out and he goes, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then oh, it gets exactly. covered with ants oh, yeah. immediately. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get you. Uh, <laughs> so. Then he gets a ticket for littering. Ooh, yeah. rough day. Yeah. And a second one for walking on the grass to get the tomato. Mm, I, this follows the like thematic uh, situation that How is going that on. How did that tomato get so far from his sandwich? <laughs> the ants, they carry shit. <laughs> A baby hawk picked uh, it up and carried Ryan it. Ryan Gosling throw, showed up and then chucked it into the grass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> As he yeah. steals his tomato. Yep, yep. 
out of the saddest white sandwich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so just like that, uh, Bob Balaban rides up on a very out of place pink beach cruiser bike, being nice. uncharacteristically whimsical for Bob Balaban. Um, he he does an awkward BMX style quick stop, like one of those like hit the back oh, brakes and slide kind nice. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls a real Nicole Kidman from the this know, is his film BMX band. Exactly what I was picturing at the time. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> he he's as he stops, he asks if he's if if he's seen the one true path. Um, expecting some religious bullshit, he sighs and mostly ignores him. Goes back to this sandwich that now we've written into the story. Um, Bob. <laughs> a major character it's voiced yeah. by Clive Owen <laughs> yeah the sandwich is much like New York it's a character it's a character. I, it's itself, it yeah. certainly seems to be yeah um, Bob continues explaining that that's exactly what's wrong with the world no one's open to anything um, he explains that if you just say yes to things the whole world opens up to you you mean like the movie Yes Man? It's kind of exactly like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> on that note, in his deep well of wayward sadness, Ryan again looks for any solution to his problems and decides that Bob might actually be right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts just saying yes to everything. Uh, some things are great, like volunteering and random parties he never would have previously agreed to. But, of course, some things are terrible, like helping people move or taking on other people's responsibilities at work. Um, so he realizes that while in this sounds exactly like the movie that part is 100 percent, yeah 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 um so he realizes that while in theory this has a benefit its benefits uh, in practice it's obviously too extreme so end the yes man chapter of the movie um so we keep coming back to the park <laughs> thus closeth yeah. the yes man chapter <laughs> jim carrey gets his uh, uh residuals on check. this yeah yeah and uh, fucking Louise Guzman uh, just walks in to just say, like, I was in Yes Man. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm Louise Guzman. I mean, that feels right it's for him. It's a good yeah. impression of Louise Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, I really thought that Louise Guzman had just walked into the room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially with the same haircut. Yeah. Mm, certainly. Quite yes. similar. Louise Guzman was in TLC? Weird. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He has the fucking charisma. Yeah, he really certainly does. does. Yeah. He does. He could have been a cool boss tone for TLC. I'll say that. Yeah. Oh my god! Can we start a ska band and get Luis Guzman to just be the guy who skanks on? If stage? we hemorrhaged money and just had to pay him all of the money we ever made, it would still be worth it. Yes, of course. I think it would definitely be worth it. Let's yeah. do that. Hey, Luis, it's your agent. Um, there's these three drunk guys on the phone, and they have like a, a, a certified check for a million dollars, and they. They just want you to quote Boston skank <laughs> on stage while they play like three ska songs. I'm literally that's literally Do- what they mm-hmm. said in a crepe restaurant. <laughs> <for some reason? laughs> I, it's amazing to me that you think it would take a million dollars to get Louise Guzman to be a Boston. Yeah, it would take like fifty four dollars. I'm thinking we're so drunk that we don't we don't even like build mm-hmm. up. We we start. Yeah, with our, yeah. Our there's no shirt. negotiation yeah. involved. Yeah, in, that- in this. Uh, Guzmasans. Yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we, we shall. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for that Guzmasans. You kidding me? He's uh, he's sort of always lurking in the shadows. He was on Shameless yeah. and like he's he's around, but uh yeah. I want him to get that like real meaty role that's like actually not good, but the Academy would love. Mm. Just to get him yeah. get him some award. Yeah. I'd be into mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm. Uh all right, so we keep coming back to the park and meeting new people, which is predictable at this point. Um, yeah, various different sages. Yeah. Ooh, you know what's a fun word? The Leguizamasans. Oh, it does work. <laughs> He's not been around very much though. No, he had a he had a stand up special last year or like maybe John two years Leguizamo ago. John Leguizamo always pops oh. up. I just like I just in my head I said Leguizamasans. That is nice. Like, Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, baby. Get him on the horn. Uh, yeah. By the way, the Matthew McConaughey book that one of you guys sent me in the mail, uh, my partner threw it right in the recycling bin. And when I was taking the recycling out last night, I was dumping the the recycling, and I saw his face just <laughs> sliding past me among broken glass and plastic. Like, <laughs> If ever there was a more perfect metaphor, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> it was a transformative moment oh, for me. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I still have the Val Kilmer one. I'm not going to read it, but I didn't throw it away. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, we keep coming back to this park. Uh, he Nobody and the audience. Me biographies. <laughs> I mean, give it time. Um, I'm working yeah. on it. Sure. Uh, Felipe and the audience both realize that it seems like the universe is sending him these much needed self help angel type specters whenever he goes to this magical park. Um, so we fast track some of these, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas advocates an all consuming extreme fitness regimen, um, which our boy gets straight ripped on, um, but is ultimately sort of like hollow and isolating. Like it, Mm -hmm. it's sort of like short term, good, long term, kind of not so good. Yeah. You know, Jim's hand laundry. Yeah. Yeah. And he also has to, he has to eat keto and it's right. Everybody hates that. Or he like becomes a CrossFit person and all of his, like his few fleeting friends are just like, nope, 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 nope. Nah, (laughs) no, I I don't care about whatever the hell a burpee is. Right. Let's go eat seven fucking five guys burgers. That's good for you. Turns out. And then go home. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Michael Gambon professes the importance of creative pursuits, uh, which is somewhat fulfilling, but ultimately marred by sort of self-doubt and endless comparison to unrealistic outliers, mm-hmm, um, sure. which I, seems relatable to me, at least. Uh, why can't I paint like Picasso? Yeah. I just or why doesn't our podcast yeah. that I think is funny at all enjoyable to any other human? <laughs> if only. <laughs> we are the funniest people we know. That's so. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Clive Owen advocates essentially being a massively confident dick to everybody in a sort of uh, pickup artist, alpha male, quote unquote. Kind weird, of weird that Clive Owen would do that. I know. Weird. Can I he know. be wearing like a mystery style giant crazy fucking hat? Yeah, he sure. definitely has a mad mad hatter top hat. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Just feathers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, of course, yields a few meaningless social conquests, but ultimately fails spectacularly, um, mm-hmm. predictably. Sure. Uh, so finally, Ryan is almost at the end of his rope, but again, has really no other guiding force. So he walks back to the park. This time we find Dame Minerva McGonagall uh, already sitting in the park. She's got the whole hat on and the robes and everything. It's great. Can I, can I, can I ask you, you were going to, your first instinct was to say Judy Dench. It was. Oh, it really was. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I, I hear the it, word I "dame," it. my like Pavlov brand goes Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw, I saw, I saw your sumptuous lips. I I was seeing the Create word Minerva, that. and my brain said no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. yeah. Whew. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so sumptuous. So Ryan instinctively takes the initiative. Uh, to sit down on her bench and talk to her, feeling a sort of uncharacteristic wit's end spurt of confidence. Um, Without much prompting, he begins to pour out all of the recent happenings to her, um, clearly desperate for some actual concrete help. Like, he's just sort of done with Mm -hmm. it at this point. Um, After a lengthy tirade uh, about how no no one thing worked in its entirety, she simply nods and says, well, it sounds like you have, in fact, figured it all out. And she gets up and walks away. Mm-hmm. So we skip ahead and we uh, see abruptly cut together scenes of Ryan taking from parts of all the singular journeys and applying them in moderation to everyday life. Uh, it turns out the holistic approach to happiness is the one that works out in the long run. So it's really an exaggerated sort of accelerated look into how people try out different things in different stages of their lives and hopefully come to some sort of like comfortable mix uh, at some point that works for them. Mm-hmm. some understanding of what what their favorite version of themselves yeah. is. Yeah. This came out of both like looking back at my own life and realizing that that's what happens and also looking back at the last 4 months and realizing in the manic energy that I think we all discussed earlier like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have gotten in really into one thing per week for the last 4 months and like that sucks after 5 days and it, you really got to like even shit out to make anything yeah. safe. I told yeah. I told you about my idea for a uh, a monthly box subscription that is a new hobby every month yeah. and it's like it gives you enough material to learn and complete a short project in each hobby in the course of three weeks and then you have one week to just fuck around on your phone and then a new one that is exactly the like temporal pattern that would be perfect tm 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 yeah yeah uh it already existed and went out of business it turns Uh, out yeah it's not a very sustainable model i have to be honest yeah no i i came up with this idea when i 
was hiking on Wednesday, I think, and I picked some spoiled mushrooms, came home, ate one of them, didn't taste good, and went, yeah, I don't think I'm into mushrooms. Like, mushroom hunting is not my thing. What the fuck was I thinking doing that? That's not yeah. my thing. <laughs> so happy that you've reached that point. <laughs> I'm so worried about you all the time. It's like, oh, hey, I got these mushrooms. I look at the picture of the mushrooms. I think it's the right mushroom. It's like Zach is going to It was die. the right mushroom. They were just a little old, to be fair. Were they, were they uh, chicken of the woods? No, those, I wish. Those bitches are great. I know. No, they were just straight up white oyster mushrooms. Um, oh, but they were a little shit. old. Yeah. Fuck that shit. That shit is boring. I know. Uh, I got vanilla. My my wife found two morals out in the woods like three months ago, and it just lit a fucking fire in my heart of mushrooms. And so now I'm out like trying to find other mushrooms. Chicken of the woods is great. I mean, we're we're, we're out of moral season, but morals are damn good. Oh yeah, we're long out of that. I've never had one. Oh, they are a truly godlike experience. You know, I I hate mushrooms generally. I like I like morals. Uh Oh, I love mushrooms. Mm, yeah. You'll still like these. Yeah, so these ones tasted very fishy, and then I looked it up online, and they're like, if they smell and taste fishy, they are extremely old. <laughs> I was like, okay, good to know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Zach presented us with a movie about mushrooms. Well, in a roundabout uh, way, not, I guess. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just completely forgot what he was just talking about for the last 20 Much minutes. Much like Lee cool. said that he forgot what this actual movie was about. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear the IMDb one sentence? God, I really do. This is one of those movies that I knew existed, and I know the Mm -hmm. title, and I, again, knew that it had 8,000 people in it, and I just, I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Right, so this is a 2001 film. Um, High school, yep. Yeah. That's why I remember it. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. I mean, it, it came out after uh, 9-11, so it wasn't the worst thing to ever happen. But uh, so I, was, I was a freshman mm-hmm. then. Yeah, me sure. too. Yeah. Um, anyway, it came out in, like, November or some shit. I don't know. Ooh, rough stuff. <laughs> we all needed healing, and, and Gosford Park helped us. Oh, boy. If you say did so. It? <laughs> did it, Lee? Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Gosford Park. The lives of upstairs guests and downstairs servants at a party in 1932 in a country house in England as they investigate a murder involving one of them? Oh, you had completely lost me until uh, Murder Mystery. Now it sounds does fun. Does this sound, does this remind you of Downton Abbey at all, Zach? Yeah. Oh, I Downton Abbey like I Game of Thrones, which is to say I watched the first episode like three times and went, I don't mm. think this is for me. Yeah, but like the the thematically the servant yeah, and the yeah. Yeah. yeah certainly. Well, there's a good reason. It's because it was written by the guy who created and wrote all of Down. I feel like the okay. set was the same too. It's very similar. No, but yeah, this one is um, a feature length, film length, and not seventeen mm-hmm. seasons length. So I feel like I would like this one more. Yeah, I mean, honestly. So actually, just uh, some behind the scenes. Downton Abbey was originally pitched as a. I forget if it was a prequel or a continuation of this. Oh, I wasn't. Wow. Okay. And then as they were developing it, uh, the guy who wrote this movie, who developed Downton Abbey, was like, actually, maybe I'll just like take inspiration from Mm -hmm. the the structure and do our own I assume no one knows or loves Gosford Park. Like, there's no like fans clamoring for a prequel to that probably i think people like oh, it okay. i think i think people like this yeah all right i mean it, it has um it has a reasonably good rating and we'll get to that of course uh yeah, maybe an I'm, hour I'm and a remember half the, right now but yeah yeah i'm a member of the balaband so like you know i'm always yeah, on board sure. yeah this, this, this is some yeah. aggressive balabanding <laughs> um so let me give you a little longer summary and uh i think in in tradition of what we've been trying to do lately i'm going to gloss over a shitload of stuff and we can fill in some i'm gonna interrupt you halfway through probably See, i'm doing it so vague and loose uh-huh. so you don't interrupt See, that's not gonna thing. work but go ahead try <laughs> like literally try. if you wait in like try. a minute and a half you can say whatever no, no, you want he, he couldn't even wait for do. that sentence to end so yeah I, don't yeah. tell me what to do <laughs> you can't stop me okay so it's a weekend at an English. So Maggie house. Smith is already there. No, she's not. She's in transit. She's not. She has to arrive. Yeah. The <laughs> opening of the movie is her arriving. What the fuck? 
That's uh, not a strong showing, Seth. Not a strong showing. <laughs> uh, over the course of the weekend, like all the guests bring their own. Some of them bring their own servants, and some of those just servants get assigned to them. Uh, and we mostly spend time with the servants who gossip about the rich people upstairs. Oh. Eventually, the head of the household, Michael Gambon, gets murdered. Oh, and twice. Uh, he does get murdered no, twice. Okay. He gets poisoned, <laughs> and then his dead body gets uh, stabbed. Mm-hmm. That's part of the movie is like it's just it's it's kind of it's like a darker version of a Agatha Christie kind of cozy mystery story. It's very it's very tight, very low stakes, really. All right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the weekend is them. There's an inspector shows up played by Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Fry is in this, too. Mm hmm. Uh, and they're trying to solve the murder, and, you know, at the end of the weekend, the murder does not get solved by the police, but the audience knows who did it. And, uh, and it ultimately doesn't matter, the, because that's there's the, so the many very... more characters. I think that was a bad summary, I have to be honest. I think that was really, <laughs> was really bad. To, I, I just wanted to tell what the plot okay, of the okay. I was going to say, I feel it, like, yeah. if it's a murder mystery and you don't reveal the murderer at the end, I am unfulfilled, it's, I would say. It's, it's much more complicated than that. Oh. Yeah, it's incredibly complicated. I was just letting him all know right, what the plot all right, was. All right, Lee. <laughs> uh, so maybe we should start by telling him who plays rich people and who plays All right, servants. so the chicken lady... Like, um maggie smith no um <laughs> the chicken lady from kids in the hall uh, no never mind oh boy um anyway yeah go ahead and talk about the rich people and the poor people so kristen scott thomas is the wife of michael gambon michael gambon is the like head of the household he's like the rich member of the family okay a much and younger he, kristen scott thomas i think indeed yeah and okay. he's also and he's also new new money he's like an industrialist oh he made all of his money during World War One. He was like a war profiteer. Okay. Yep. Um, and also her sister, who is a British actress that I don't recognize, um, was he has a, he's having an affair with her, mm-hmm. and also um, other family members are there. Um, Tom Hollander plays one of the family members who like has this stupid fucking business idea that he won't fund and now he's going to be ruined. Fun. Okay. And then there's another family member who married a rich woman who wasn't as rich as he thought and he hates her now Ooh. and she's really sweet and kind and yeah, everyone else Yeah, she's is like a piece of the, the only genuine character who of okay. other except rich, for the of, actor of the rich who, people, yeah. Yeah, except for that there's a famous actor there who um Jeremy Northam plays him and he's actually named after and based on a real famous actor who was in a bunch of early Hitchcock wow, movies. Okay. Um, but he's there and he's mostly there just to play piano during scenes when everybody's talking. Uh, it turns <sighs> out. God goddamn frustrating. <laughs> it was actually all songs that that real person wrote too. Yeah, hmm. I mean that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. but it was incredibly frustrating because because of the, you know, the director of this film mm-hmm. and his particular I'll style. get to that yeah, shortly. Right. I was going to yeah. say weird. Yeah. Uh, it's um, weird when you include little easter egg like true facts about stuff that no one knows or cares about it's like exactly okay. and this one is the ultimate yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, without a doubt and then uh kristen scott thomas and michael gambon have a daughter and uh she's being blackmailed by the guy who's married to the rich nice lady who's not actually okay. rich okay because he got her pregnant at one point and she had an abortion. Man, yeah. th- uh, you um, were not wrong when you said this is like Downton Abbey. I just oh, found myself yeah. zoning out and staring at your pigtails because I do <laughs> not give a shit about any of this. <laughs> um, no, there's some interesting the stuff oh. coming up. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Yeah, there is Bob, some... Bob Balaban plays an American film producer who's there researching a movie he wants to make about a murder in an English country. Okay, house. I was going to say, like, Bob and Ryan are notably yeah. American. Oh, Ryan, here's Ryan the is the most fascinating yeah. character. Yeah, here's the... I, you said that. I don't <laughs> think so, but here's the bridge to the, the, the servants. Ryan Phillippe is an American actor... Who's also he researching is. his role, but he's pretending to be a Scottish servant. Oh no! Oh, and, he's like undercover, mm-hmm. and it gets revealed like halfway. He's through doing like a Daniel Day Lewis method acting. Like I gotta get in there and yeah. figure shit out. Yeah. But Ooh. like Maggie Smith has a servant. Oh right, I forgot about Maggie Smith. She's the sister of somebody or the cousin of somebody. Maggie Maggie Smith re- is the elder sister of uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Okay. 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 
<laughs> like significantly and... older. And she has an actual Scottish maid who is Kelly McDonald, who voiced Merida in Brave. Oh, love that. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, so of course, of course, she. Um, yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just so so maggie smith says early on she's breaking in her new maid and that i think this is actually a really like teaching her the ropes of being my maid uh-huh. of what my women yeah when you sound when you say it like that it sounds like she's a horse though that's uh <laughs> yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> well she literally says i'm breaking in a Ooh, new right maid. <laughs> um but her uh i think this movie does what one of the things the movie does that's really smart is part of that is maggie smith is like needles her for gossip because uh, what one of the things that maggie smith expects out of her maid is to fill her in on all the things that the people downstairs fucking talk about. that would be the best part about having a maid like give me the yeah. hot gossip yeah. about who's fucking who and what the whole thing is exactly yeah. Yeah. and and the way that this movie does exposition for most of the movie is through maggie smith needling kelly mcdonald um, for gossip okay, okay. So Kelly McDonald is actually Scottish, and we have Ryan Phillippe immediately clocks Ryan Phillippe as <laughs> not Scottish because he's like, uh, "Why don't we I'm go downstairs and then we can go have sex?" And it's like it's like the worst goddamn Scottish accent possible. Are, are we in Shrek right now? What is happening? And yeah, yeah, and he asked, yeah, yeah. And he asks a lot Michael of like, questions of the uh, yeah, of the he's, staff. He's constantly, like, he's uh, like. Uh, well, why do you? Why did you give up your family life and start to work here? <laughs> what? What's your motivation? <laughs> yeah, no, he seriously almost <laughs> verbatim asks them that. Oh yeah. God, why are you a maid donkey? <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say no, we all just yeah. do Shrek for Scottish. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, it's so awful, and and mm-hmm. Kelly McDonald is immediately like, he's not Scottish. <laughs> yeah, and he tries to like. I don't know. If, I mean, he tries to force himself. Yeah, on her, he's but... he's like Ooh. a super horn dog. It's extremely gross. He is trying to have. He sex ends with up fucking everyone. Kristen Scott Thomas oh. because Chris and Kristen Scott Thomas initiates mm-hmm. it at least. Um, sure. But like, yeah, he tries to he tries to force himself on Kelly McDonald and uh, several uh, of the other downstairs people. Um, yeah, for, fortunately for for her, uh, this Clive Owen is Ryan Phillippe's roommate for this weekend, and he comes in and, and like kind of breaks it up. So Clive is Clive, Clive is the downstairs Owen. people. Yeah, well, the roommate situation essentially we're having this big party, and everybody brings their their servants. Right, uh, all the rich people bring their servants, and then the servants have to cohabitate, like you do, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, right. Yep. And so Clive Owen, I don't remember. Clive Owen is the, one of the Americans. Uh, servants he's no he's um the guy from game of thrones is oh for the wait weekend. charles dance yeah he's charles yeah Dance's charles dance is in this too i mean uh you, you would the bad guy him. from from the last action yeah it's been a while but okay okay yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah anyway wow there's a he's married to one of the people there are so many goddamn <laughs> yep. interchangeable white people in this movie you are describing I, a thing i know i would not like yes <laughs> yeah no, no actually i kind of enjoyed this movie but Ooh, there are so many goddamn interchangeable white people that i could not uh, keep any of them straight not a single other... one except bob balaban <laughs> yeah because he's he's got bob those ears. And he's playing and, he and he's playing an american yeah. and the other yeah. the other really fascinating thing about bob balaban in this movie is he is constantly on the phone he oh, just, yeah. he's always in another room in, on the he is phone. 1930 like, yeah. something <laughs> yeah yeah because, because he's talking to people in hollywood and he's just constantly oh. like being like hey you have this make this meeting for next week with x and i will be making a meeting with x and then we'll meet up and we'll discuss the meetings and he's just doing that for the entire movie completely separated from the plot that's confusing it's so cool did did we talk about helen mirren yet i feel like i haven't heard her well i was just gonna get to that other other downstairs people helen mirren is like the head maid of the okay i I fully Uh, thought she would be an upstairs person okay no, no, and uh, her sister in the movie her is the cook. Although they don't reveal that their sister. It's not revealed until, until like right the at the end, two hour and twenty minute mark. Or something. <laughs> movie, this movie is not that long. It's not two hours and twenty <laughs> okay, minutes. Well, whatever. It's uh, not. It's not revealed until like I would say ninety percent of the way through. 
It is most of the way through the movie. Okay. Um, so they're they're both down there, and they they all they're like the whole movie. They clearly don't get along, and then we learn that they're mm, sisters. Mm, but um, mm. also the head butler is uh, uh, Alan Bates, mm-hmm. who um, I know again, my Ken Russell oh, shirt boy. company. He's a he's a Ken Russell regular. <laughs> um, all right. I was excited to see him. Sure. So you know, fuck sure. y'all. Sure. Um, okay. Cool. 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 Uh, and then like there's a bunch of other British character actors who I don't really know. Yeah, it's like Derek Jacoby. And... Oh, Samantha Morton is one of the maids, and Ryan Phillippe tries to fuck her too. But also that name is very. She familiar. was having an affair with Michael Gambon. Whoa! Oh wow. yeah, there's it's there are so many interchangeable white people. Samantha Morton plays um, Agnes the precog in um, or Agatha the precog yep. in my uh, she's yeah. now in um, Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So the crux of the movie is Gambon is basically going to screw over everyone else in the family re money. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he gets murdered and what we find out is that clive owen was raised in an orphanage because his mother gave him up for adoption not long after he was born and he thought she was dead well it turns out that helen mirren is his mother well that makes sense uh of course yeah and gambon is his father and what it was was gambon ran a factory during world war one and he would rape his employees Ah. and if they if they got abortions or gave up the children for adoption, they got to keep their jobs. Yep. But if they wanted to keep the children, they would lose their jobs. Yep. So Helen Mirren and her sister's character don't get along because her sister kept the baby uh, and it died. Mm-hmm. And then Helen Mirren gave up her baby. And was and she and never then, knew what happened to him until he shows up. Right. And is, she right. put it together. And is wanting to murder the shit okay, out of Michael can Gambon. I, and she knew what was going on. Can I immediately on, so suggest a recasting? First. I don't like Michael Gambon in this role. I, I want Donald Sutherland in this role. He's, I mean, they're pretty similar. Like, I think it would work. He's yeah. more of a villain, though. Yeah. I, Michael Gambon in, like, a villain? I mean, National Treasure, no, I guess. No, he's, he's, he, he, he plays, like, a sinister asshole pretty well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and he's he's carrying around a dog the whole uh, time. It's pretty right. great. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow, and that's... Every, uh, one, of, one of the relatives feeds the dog. He's like, don't do that. You'll make him uh, sick. Okay. Every, okay. every <laughs> character in this movie, with the exception of, uh, like one of the, one of the maids, the, the main maid, um, hates this dog with every fiber of their being. Sure. Yeah. Samantha Morton actually takes the dog with her when she leaves. Oh, at the end. okay. Is okay. forced to leave also. So, so all this... right, because during a big dinner party, when like a whole bunch of tensions are coming to a head, she stands up for him while she's serving and everybody's like, uh, you're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, so all this yeah. stuff you're describing now is like third act stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, no, it kind of just happens throughout the yeah, whole no, movie. This oh. whole movie, all the reveal very... of Clive Owen and he's the son and all that. But Clive shit. Owen, oh, is that's third that's third. Oh, okay. Every yeah. everything else, all of the like myriad relationships and stuff, and ultimately the murder doesn't matter. It's not. Matter. It's not important. I mean, the that's kind of that, fun. No one, no one is. Upset. I like that. nobody. Nobody gives a shit that Michael Gabon got I... both both poisoned, sure. where his blood coagulated. Ooh. And stab snake venom, yeah. I uh, this reminds me of Knives Out, kind of a little bit. Uh, I could see it's like a precursor, yeah, where it's the character interplay, Uh, not the like actual sort of inciting event. They're both, they're very much both like this is my take on what an Agatha Christie story, right? Sure, sure. they're yeah, Yeah. Christie derivative, but still, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I quite enjoyed this, okay? I, I enjoyed watching it because I love a good mystery movie when I don't give a shit <laughs> yeah sure. which is most and the movie like it's very columbo-y in which like y- it more or less shows you who did what when it without being explicitly saying mm-hmm. it um yeah i mean i guess columbo does like kind of explicitly put it in your face yeah, but just one more thing you- <laughs> yeah but you're saying like it's, like, it's you- obvious without being plainly obvious so you feel yeah. like you were along yeah, for the like, journey like- the whole time kind of like Helen Mirren brings Gambon a, a cup of coffee and he smashes the cup out of her hand. He's like, give me whiskey. And then she gives him whiskey and she leaves the room and he drinks it and he makes a face like, yeah. This is so gross. like, you uh, know that the whiskey was poisoned okay, and then okay. it's, it's pretty obvious how the stabbing, like the, there 
there are a lot of uh, both red herrings and also like very obvious clues spread throughout. People leaving rooms and coming back in a nervous manner. And that's something that I really, really like in a mystery movie. That's something that like I I really like that in Knives Out. I really like that in this. Like it's 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 a rare thing for a mystery movie to like for me not to guess it. And it took me like maybe half of the movie before I guessed this. So sure. like sure. I guessed a lot of the interpersonal stuff, yeah. but not necessarily the the, the final the final stuff. bit. But yeah. but but looking back, there are plenty of clues, and I really appreciate that. Like I I I love a good mystery book. Oh yeah, the mm. the once you're done and you turn to the people that you're watching the movie with, and you go, "Holy fuck, that thing!" An hour ago, and like that that's the fun part about these. Kind yeah, of movies, like yeah. in Star Trek, There's a lot of yeah, this like Star movie. Trek Four: The Voyage Home, where you're like, "Oh, oh there were whales <laughs> earlier." <laughs> And we found out that uh, that uh, Gracie was pregnant. Well, uh, I mean, oh my god! Right? Piece of shit. <laughs> so it's like that. Oh uh, lord. Yeah. Uh, right. So I yeah. think yes, True. it is. I think we alluded to this a little bit, Zach, um, with with why the director is important oh, for this kind of right. movie. Shit. Right. Robert Altman. Oh boy. Well, um, <laughs> and one of the Robert Altman trademarks is he doesn't do like a boom mic, so to speak, for sound recording. Everybody wears lav mics, and then they mix the sound. Yep. So that no yep. one necessarily, like, no one conversation is necessarily more important than another. Oh my god! No, it's in like, an ensemble like, movie, that is it's like goddamn cacophony. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so hard and to track input. Like, if you don't have a good sound system, sure, it is goddamn impossible. I feel like even track. if you do, I ooh, that I've, is that I just to like... put you in the thing? Like, that's what an actual room would sound like if you're with a bunch of people. Well, like, it is exactly yeah, that's that. The purpose, and also, yeah. one of the things that he that they did in this movie was um, they filmed every scene in multiple ways. He he had a a, a cam set up for the main the primary vantage point of every scene but then he also had a secondary camera that was constantly moving in rotation around the room so he could pick up other things happening in the room and that's how they decided what sound to put uh forward in any given scene like which which conversations to prioritize based on what shot they that is so up its own ass i just can't even yeah (laughs) i mean he's been doing it since well he's dead but he did it from like the 70s through the 2000s i definitely i definitely like so when i first started watching it i was extremely disoriented and really really frustrated sure but then yeah, I mean, it took it took you know forty five minutes, and then I got into it. But it took forty five minutes, which is not a great <laughs> sign. No. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Richard E. Grant is in this movie. He's one of the. Boys. Oh yeah, oh. Richard E. Grant is in this movie, and he's such a dick the whole time. <laughs> he just every chance he gets, he he's like finds an excuse to leave the room to smoke a cigarette. Mm. And yeah, like, Richard E. Grant is actually pretty great. He <laughs> talks really like everybody. I like, really, yeah. really we, like what they we've do all so. been that person. I, I think we all get that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a real Richard E. Grant, or at least I wish I could be. <laughs> well, buy a better tuxedo. He's a teetotaler who owns a perfume factory in real life. That's his thing. Weird. Jesus Christ, that is the dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so it's, it's, it is disorienting because mm-hmm. you don't know what information to prioritize. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, in the... He also... If, Altman apparently also didn't read this. He read the script, but he didn't familiarize himself with the script because he didn't want to prioritize any one conversation over another. As, as the so director. Script supervisors. <laughs> yeah. He had script supervisors, and after every shot, he would like, did they cover the things that needed to be covered? Perfect. Moving on to the next Oh, one. my like, God. That is insanity. He wanted to I, prioritize I, the I, things that were the most engaging. I wish I had that much power in anything. I was going to say, that that is experimental in, like, true chaos sense. It's like, so much, that it's is so crazy. trusting on your script supervisors, which I guess you could do if you actually trusted your script supervisors, but man. But also then the, the, the balls you have to have to think that you can get all the shots that in the edit you can then pull off a convincing, like, mystery timeline is... It's a tough edit. <laughs> it's a real yeah. tough edit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my and, god. Well, so, I mean, 
that's how I did linguistic research, right? <laughs> I had I had cameras and mics like all around a room recording multiple conversations at the same time and then I had sure. to go through all of them and it ended up being what 56 hours of audio that I had to somehow turn into a semblance of a dissertation. So like I was going to say you weren't trying to make a cohesive motion picture but in a sense, you kind of were. No, That's but, fair. But, yeah. but I was, yeah. because I had to take all of that shit and turn it into a and narrative. distill it into one narrative, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. because that's, yeah, linguistic research is bullshit, by the way. Whoop! Um, <laughs> it, hot take. <laughs> In a lot of ways, it is. Hmm. Uh, it's all interpretation. Anyway, but, like, the, it's still, like, nuts, right? Yeah. It's nuts that that is his system i yeah i can't imagine being anyone under him on this movie going like looking around while you're shooting going like jesus christ this is not this is nothing mm-hmm. this is not gonna work <laughs> well i mean like it also helps when the producer of the movie is acting in it bob balaban produced yeah it, so, like, okay okay fun bob balaban because he and he he produced it and his whole story is like i wanted to work with robert altman i yeah and and i was like what do you want to do robert altman here's this script that a friend of mine wrote um so he's like it's it's uh uh christy adjacent let's do it i was gonna say you said his character was on the phone with hollywood the whole time now i'm just picturing him literally on the phone with hollywood going i don't know man i don't know man (laughs) I don't think this is good. (laughs) Kind of. Like, I mean, that's kind of his whole character. Yeah. I mean, this movie, uh, it was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Mm. It won Best best Screenplay. Oh, fuck. Okay. I was going to say, I remember this being kind of a big deal, but I wasn't sure why at the time. Yeah. I can remember Balaban on The Daily Show being interviewed, and uh, I assume Jon Stewart uh, saying like, hey, so will you, if you win best picture or will you thank me in your speech and he's like well no i mean i i've i'll put you on the like online press release <laughs> but like no 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 but like in the speech like just it's one more name like just say like, you have I mean, exactly was, 24 seconds just sneak it in there yeah it was nominated for best director also yeah altman never uh, did he really one, not which oh, is wow. weird to mm-hmm. me yeah with as many like classic movies that he gets like people oh yeah this movie this movie it's like it's weird to me that he never yeah, won one but uh, mm-hmm. he probably didn't give a shit yeah, yeah. that's probably true yeah uh yeah Ooh, what what else anything else what i stephen fry's character's fun he is playing apparently a very specific british detective character like not just a type like an actual character oh. from like old british detective movies um Who's where completely he is incompetent com- incompetent uh, but the 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 constable that works with him is like actually knows exactly what's up and he like has background on everybody and, i mean that yeah. fits him as an actor as well like i feel like he yeah, could do that quite that, well. that, yeah. that that part which doesn't appear until i would say like what three quarters of the way through it's most uh, of the way well, through the movie. yeah is is very very fun though the whole interplay between stephen fry as an incompetent uh uh like detective and everybody else mm-hmm. is quite good Oh, apparently Kiss, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas was a nightmare to work with on the movie to the point where she's brought it up in interviews where she's like, yeah, I don't know why I was being so shitty to everyone. Oh, but, yeah. wow. That's, yeah. that's a really fascinating thing to happen. If she even right? acknowledges it, that's better than most people that suck in that manner. The, but. The- thing that i've the thing that i've seen is i i guess she's like i was trying to stay in character and i guess i just got really carried uh, away like the the daniel day lewis uh again kind of yeah thing. yeah mm-hmm. and it's kind of interesting that when that happens with a, a woman who's acting uh she will acknowledge it and apologize yeah. for it and when it happens with a daniel day lewis he gets three Oscars and fucks off to Italy to become right. A Everybody goes, like, no, it, it's amazing. It's art. Yeah, it's art. It's totally normal <laughs> to treat people like trash for a man. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh, Jared Leto, where he doesn't go to jail for sending people use condoms yep, in the mail. Yep, like, yep, yep, yep. And then almost gets cut out of that entire movie. Weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fancy that. Huh. All right. That movie. I don't. I don't have that much movie else to sucks say on ice, in, but. Um, yeah, Gosford Park's pretty okay. decent. Yeah. You want to get into ratings? Sure. All right. So the IMDb with 78,495 votes Ooh, is boy. a 7.2. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's, I don't, I don't think that's terribly surprising. No, honestly. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was famous again. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'll go, I'll go this time. 
Oh, uh, real quick. Mm, okay, uh, budget was uh, 19.8 million. Really? That seems low for and all box those office. I mean, it's if there's one set. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. They just they just rented a shitty oldie in like English manner. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh oh. Uh, they put up period appropriate wallpaper that was donated to them by this like master wallpaper artist. Whoa. And then the people who own the house stipulated that they had to take it down because it didn't match the furniture. <laughs> like, ew, it's mm-hmm. gaudy. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it made uh, eighty-eight. Oh million. boy. Okay. It was. It was quite yeah, successful. Yeah. Oh, oh. One more thing. One more thing. Oh, just one more. <laughs> one uh, more that I'm remembering thing. Right. Now. Um, Altman made them add a couple fucks into the script because he didn't want it to get rated PG-13 because he said 14-year-old boys won't appreciate this shit. Um, I don't think 14-year-old <laughs> boys would have watched this shit anyway. That was very much never... I I am a mid-30s boy, and I don't like Downton Abbey. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, my. Okay. That's pretty baffling. All right. <laughs> Right, so the uh, IMDb was seven seven point two. Yep. Um, I don't know. I really I like I enjoy a good mystery, even even when it doesn't matter. It's it's much like um, Crime and Punishment, where it's a mystery novel where you know who did the murder in the first thirty pages, and then you spend you know uh, the next two hundred and ninety moralizing it or whatever. It's a... it's not quite like that, but like. It's still like it's pretty obvious, but I enjoy figuring it out. I was gonna say it's that that is even more of a challenge when you sort of blow the lead early, and then it's all mm-hmm. about like the hours. Is everybody in the movie gonna get there? Like that that can be yeah, quite fun. I yeah. mean, this one this one was not blowing the lead early, but it was oh. blowing it about halfway through. Okay, okay, I feel and and at a certain and not at, necessarily explicitly, but like yeah, and at a certain point, you don't even care. Uh, sure, yeah, right, um. And and Ryan Phillippe's goddamn stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid ass Scottish accent and his stupid ass character. Because everyone, oh, okay, yeah, all right. This is the thing we forgot about. Um, Maggie Smith hates Ryan Phillippe because he keeps breaking, like, uh-huh. like he keeps like social norms. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know how to be a servant because he's a guy pretending to be a servant who doesn't sure. actually know how to be a servant. Yeah, and Maggie Smith fucking hates him yep and after it is revealed that ryan Phillippe is actually like a rich american actor Mm -hmm. she just like is torturing him the entire time oh and so are all of the down the stairs people yeah because they feel betrayed and think he's gonna narc on them Uh, oh yeah okay and and so uh who is it that that just like spills an entire cup of hot coffee yeah, one of the maids like coffee, sir. No, I don't want it. it spills it right mm, on his dick. Right on Fine. his dick. And Maggie Smith has the most beautiful scene where she just cackles <laughs> for like five minutes, just being like, "This is the most hilarious thing I have ever seen happen." Mm-hmm. She she got nominated for an Oscar for this, and I think it's based on that. <laughs> that sure. that scene is so beautiful. Uh, like, but it takes like building to it. But yeah. man. It's it's an entire movie of building. To <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, it's it's so fun. So yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I I would say yeah, it's like a seven point three. Like it's good. Okay. It's 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 good. It's not spectacular, but it's good. Yep. Um, Zach, with your secret quadrangle. Correct. Um, <laughs> You've come so far with remembering the movie that the person makes. I'm yeah, so proud it's, of you. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's quadrangle and a very sad sandwich. Yep. Uh, um, most notably. The sandwich. That was my script doctoring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the secret quadrangle, the sad sandwich. Uh, I I remember something about specters of the past and visions of the future. The Timothy Zahn. Stop novels. talking about Timothy yeah, Zahn. Okay. The uh, the the Star Wars expanded universe uh, <laughs> novels. Um, no, but but Seth, but they're gone. They're not canon anymore. Let the past oh. die. Oh wow! All right, all right. Thanks. <laughs> That's my Kylo yeah, Ren. Yeah, it's uh, not great. Um, <laughs> but, but it's all about like the filthy drunkers. Oh, Jesus. It's all about the parts in the whole, like you, like becoming a cohesive human being. You parts in the whole. <laughs> right. 
Jesus, <laughs> goddamn Christ. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is where we're all at. This is what my movie is about. Like, this is the mental state in the world right now, and this is what I was exactly making a movie about. <laughs> it's so frenetic. Yeah. No, but see, we're not focusing. What your movie is about is focusing on something explicitly for, a, for essentially a week and then yeah. giving it up just like Lee's million-dollar idea that he should take to Shark Tank. <laughs> And then they'll say, I'll be accepting $5 million for a 6% stake. It's 120 for 6%. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, but like, yeah, you, you get bored of things and you need to move on. You need to become a cohesive human made of multifacets. Correct, like correct. Many different facets. Otherwise, things turn to trash garbage. Yeah. Like, the only facet I have is work in this podcast. And it's really wearing on <laughs> Yeah, me. it gets tough, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not the podcast part, the work part. No, like the podcast of course. part is great yeah. with my manic energy. <laughs> Zach, you get an eight. Ooh, all right. We'll take. Lee, thoughts? So I'll go uh, with the original, and, and as Seth brought up, uh, one of the supporting actresses in the movie. I guess I'll mention Helen Mirren also got nominated for best supporting oh, yeah. actress. Wait, mm-hmm. two best supportings from this movie? Ooh, yeah, love mm-hmm. that. Okay. Neither of them won, that unfortunately. Is. I mean, they're both dames also. I was going to say, they, they've had yeah. their just desserts. They're fine. Yep. I mean, you know, Maggie Smith has two, I think, and Helen Mirren ended up with one a few years later. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, well, she also got to be in a Fast she, and Furious movie, so, I mean. Yeah. That's several. <laughs> oh, yeah, a couple. couple Her yeah. request, yeah, yeah. Um, she, I remember watch. I was watching it, and I was like, "Man, Seth, I don't know why Helen Mirren got this Oscar nom. She doesn't really have much to do." And then the final scene, yeah, the she's final in scene is like, she's in, oh, okay, um, is, is 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 like her. That's her like, that's her sizzle uh-huh. reel, right on, full on. Yeah. Like, um, anyway, original. I liked just fine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I didn't love it. I th- I, w- I thought I, w- I wanted to like it more, and I just I don't know. It just didn't click for me. Uh, but it was still quite good and incredible. Like it was so well made. Mm, um, yeah. So I'll give it a six and a half. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Zach, uh, you made a movie about tomato falling out of a sandwich. <laughs> and... I honestly, I think you made a movie about a tomato falling. Out, but like, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it's it. It's called collaboration. It is. It it's w- yeah. we do it quite well. No, I, think, I like. Yes. <laughs> I like I liked your movie. Um, I was confused that you picked Ryan Phillippe to be the yeah, star. Yeah, I agree. I needed Ryan a Phillippe. wayward young person. He was the youngest. I get it. Know. It's it's like you needed you needed somebody that was like clearly doesn't have a defined personality because if you pick Clive Owen to be the star, it's like he's well, a villain. Obviously, yeah, he's like the villain. You pick yeah. like as soon as I saw Clive Owen in this movie, I was like, yeah, he probably murdered. He did it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's yeah. no there's no getting around it. Yeah. Like you just know. oh there's a there's a the butt did it joke ah, at one point in the movie sure, sure. like yeah it's, it's pretty good um so yeah you actually picked the character that has the least <laughs> the least screen yep. presence the the least sympathy like he's, he's just why he's a blank slate ever... of a human it's true yeah. i kind of i kind yeah. of enjoyed him for that reason but i know I, you did. i will yet again remind you he is from wilmington delaware <laughs> Oh yeah, and that's why his <laughs> most blank state of a location. <laughs> Scottish yeah. accent was so fucking terrible that it was pretty evident. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wasn't apparently. I forget who was supposed to play that part, but they dropped out like a week. Oh, Hayden oh, Christensen, so. Freddie Prince Jr. That would have oh, been fun. Come on. <laughs> I I don't want right. to look it up. <laughs> anyway, um, no one does. Zach, I'll, I'll echo Seth. I'm going to give you an hey, all because, right. Uh, yeah. I'm into it. Uh, you know, it's like I'm into this idea of we're all in a rough place, and let's let's find the thing that makes us that makes us comfortable, mm-hmm. that keeps us interested yeah. for long enough to not dig our fucking. <laughs> that out. that is literal life at this point. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had some laughs this week. Yeah. We had some laughs. We had some you, tears. You say it with such a sad voice. <laughs> Couple turkey sandos. Oh, uh, just picture that like... that slow mo tomato falling out of the sandwich like that. That really yeah, and and Ryan Gosling and then a hawk swooping yeah. in. Yeah, Ryan Gosling yeah. diving, <laughs> diving to grab it and then uh-huh. fling it over his shoulder. That's it. That's it. Before it touches the ground and then a bunch of fans. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Good. Yep. Good scene. <laughs> good scene, Robert Altman. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, we can really hear the other conversations uh, happening yeah. in the park. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it's, it's so cacophonous. <laughs> Um, okay, so next week uh, we have friend of the show Kev back on with a TBD, but maybe, just maybe, he's never seen Tin Cup. We're hoping <laughs> a lot. We really need the. In case oh. this week wasn't plainly obvious, we really fucking need this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, we, we we came up with that idea before the episode, and uh, me and Seth were worried that we would uh, yep. we would not react well <laughs> to, to hearing mm-hmm. it again, and Zach, your delivery was Thank wonderful. Thank you. That's true. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to call I'm, you. I'm here to please my, my good buds. That's, that's all I want. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kev, forget that you've ever seen Tim, Tin Cup, and yeah. we're going to watch it for next week. Next week is Tin Cup, or we'll find somebody or, else, or something else. Sure. Yeah, no, we'll find someone, someone else. or something We're watching else. Tin oh. Cup for next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I feel like we're all like on the edge of a nervous breakdown here. So until then, I'll have what she's watching. <laughs> no, that was bad. That was a bad take. But I'm gonna stop recording. Oh, here we go. Back in black, but make the lyrics about eyes wide shut. <laughs> I I vaguely remember that.